to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 166 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. I have to apologize. I sound like I'm in a tin box and echoey. <laughs> we look at this every single week and we have no idea why. Um, but and okay. we swapped mics and we've done, we've everything. done everything you can imagine. <laughs> Except we haven't swapped sides. I haven't actually sat that side. No, but we, no, we moved around and tried it. Yeah, we, we did. No, we did. We did. So right. it's okay. Just letting you know that's what's happening. We are striving to sort that out. But um, and and I, I'll mention. I have no idea. I don't notice anything. Chris can't notice it, but I do when I edit it. It sounds like I'm miles away, but I'm right next to the microphone. So I don't know what's going on. But I do know that I am super, super tired. So if I make no sense, <laughs> that's why. Um, not going to go into too much detail, but I actually. For my work, I work seven days in a row before I get days off. Uh, so this is day six. Day seven is tomorrow, and then I get four days off. And so. I should mention that he's going to the gym before he goes to work, which it means he's getting up at 3.30 a.m. Yes, Nothing. that that time, Harley, does exist. It's on the clock. You may have never seen that except on some of the later nights on your way home. But no, 3.30 a.m. is when he gets up. Yeah, we're going to the gym at like four in the morning. It's going great. Um it's weird. I do feel more energetic. I just feel weird uh, in the... Um, I want to say the head, but it's not right. It's like my eyes are tired, but the rest of me is okay. It's yeah. weird. I think it'll come right next week. Um, so that's cool. Chris is alcohol-free, so this is not sponsored by anyone this week. Maybe Bell Tea. I'm drinking some tea. Um, what's been happening this week? Chris, let's get into it. Uh, that sounds like a work yeah, groan. That's a work groan. Actually, probably... You, you talk about something, uh, cheer me up. <laughs> I will cheer you up. Hey, I've been using this new add-on for Firefox, and it's probably available for Chrome, but um, it's quite interesting. So I've been learning things, Chris. Uh, I use this add-on called Wikipedia Tab. So every time I open a new blank tab, it opens a random Wikipedia page. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I end up reading bizarre articles about things. So... Do you know? Here we go. And it's on It's on Wikipedia, so it has to be true. Right. Anyway, uh, do you know about the US Navy Mammal Program? No. So. You- uh, yeah. Did, did, were they trying to get limpet mines put on um, ships by dolphins or something? Yeah, well, they do do that. They've got. Uh, oh no! Oh, so that's not the that's not the uh, conspiracy theory. That's the fact. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's true. So since Vietnam, they've got seal actual seal teams, sea lion teams, and sea lion and seal teams combined. Uh, sorry, and dolphins, and um, they can be deployed anywhere in the world within seventy two hours. And there's four. I think there's four teams. Um, which is really interesting, and they're really intelligent and all this blah, blah, blah. But one of the coolest things, and this is the thing I want to say, they have them protecting ports and Navy assets from sim- uh, from swimmers and stuff, right? So with the, um, uh, what are they called? The sea lions, they've got them trained to go after a swimmer that's going towards their boat and basically put something around their ankle with like a handcuff. They put it on them. And then it inflates, and then the swimmer just gets pulled to the top. And I assume shot, because that's what you want to do. 
there's a picture of a dolphin uh, with a um, is that lo- a camera? No, camera. it's a locating pinger and oh, okay. it's doing mine clearance work for them. I thought it was oh, okay. That's it looks like cool. a GoPro strapped to the. Floor we're we're like the dollop now, looking at pictures on our audio podcast. Um, he mentioned that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, it looks like a GoPro. That'd be so cool putting GoPro on a, a dolphin. So there was another tab that opened up, and I don't know how. Like some of this, it must be true. It's on Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, I know where you're going later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going straight to so, that from here. So I found a page about Benson. Now, what do you think Benson is? Benson? Yeah. A robot. No, no. It's Britain's biggest and best loved, sorry, common carp. There he is. So he's a giant uh, goldfish. There we go. He's, and he doesn't mind being out of the water. No. So from 1984 until he died in 2009, he was Britain's biggest and best loved common carp. He was so popular that he got caught 63 times in 13 years. People loved it. They'd go down there. So... You know, um, he was voted by the readers of Angler's Mayor was Britain's favourite carp in 2005. So I'm like, oh yeah, that's weird. So it's going on, going on. They think that some um, fishermen accidentally killed it with some bait they were using. And then some people are like, no, no, it just grows that big. Um, there was a period where Benson was caught every single Monday for eight years. That's good. What? And then they mention, hang on, this is the thing that cracks me up. Every single Monday for eight years is a lot more than 63 times being caught. I know. See, none of it makes sense. The math. The The math math is wrong. I know. Sorry. Uh, So apparently it was a controversial fish among the sports elite uh, because because they were, you know, they did not like it because it was open to everybody. Um, It was so thing. Docile. It could be picked. Has this been edited since I read it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Probably it's Wikipedia. I know they mentioned. I don't think it's here anymore, or I'm not seeing it. But they mentioned. <laughs> uh, so Benson lived in Kingfisher Lake, which is fine. She was one of approximately 150 carp in Blue Bell. Oh, Lake. it's a she. Yep. So the name Benson was given before they maybe it was a she? I don't know. What do you? I don't know. Probably have to rub it a funny way. But um, which was good. And they were managed to provide the best environment for growth potential of the fish. Steve Broad, editor of UK Carp magazine. I <laughs> wonder if he's got a podcast coming. Ascribe uh, <laughs> Benson fame to her accessibility. I found out the other day that there's a whole podcast dedicated to fingerprints. Really? And it apparently it's really technical and it's basically for people that work in the industry. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. So, you know. Don't diss the podcast. Um, you know, you can do one on anything. So anyway, that's what's been happening. Um, okay, I, so I want to talk about my Wikipedia thing. Yeah, let's you, go for it. You, uh, you saw this in the I, news? I, no, I um, click on your links and research it just to make sure someone on the show knows what's happening. <laughs> that's unfortunate because I was going to surprise you with this one. It's good. So it is, it is quite funny. So um, for those of you who didn't know, so this... Um, board game company in the states. Uh, well, it wasn't a board game company, I don't think. But these guys were doing a Kickstarter. They raised a crap load of money. I think they were after three hundred thousand, but they got four million off from oh, memory, yeah. something yeah. like that. I went on. Actually, I've got an, I've got another Kickstarter coming up soon. But I went on there the other day, and the amount of board games that are on there now. 
Yeah. Is mind blowing. And I it think seems to be the Cards Against Humanity really blew it up. You yeah, know I'd what I mean? So. Yeah. yeah. Um so because that's a simple game and everybody that plays it goes, Man, I could have thought of that. You know, like because it's so simple. But I think board games in general, when you think about it, like so you've got all this electronic and technical crap on Kickstarter and people are like, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna bring you this thing and then it fails and you know yeah. they've got a six hundred dollar juicer that squeezes an empty plastic the container you know yeah but with a board game it's like okay it's made of tangible things that are printed on card and paper yeah usually yeah how hard is it to make those so generally speaking all right so anyway so um this this uh company decided to do a role-playing board game type thing and they uh decided to go on japanese mythological um creatures yes um, that sounds so, like good yeah thing. so japanese gods and all that so they they uh, also used Wikipedia because Wikipedia is amazing, and they've got <laughs> they've got a whole bunch of fi- photos of figures in there, and you've got Conexo, Phoenix, no- Nuri Ona, um, Sankaka Babi or Sankaki Baba. I, obviously, I'm not saying any of these things right. Are you sure? But there's one here that says Kotahi, and. Um, Turns out Katahi isn't a isn't a god because these Japanese guys, um, I, I, and I assume from the way they were talking, were like American Japanese or something like that. They're going, um, I don't know this god. Does, can anybody? And there's all this Reddit, and somebody dug into it, and turns out there's a 19 year old New Zealand farmer called Katahi. Uh, him and his mate were having a few beers and probably a few puffs, I should imagine. And they spent the day on uh, Wikipedia just making up stuff. And one of the things they made up was this god. Well, he is immortalized in this board game now. His character, they must have drawn drawn something because it's got the whole Maori fishing hook and everything else. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But it's it's so funny. I think it's brilliant. And they interviewed this guy. So we'll link to the story in the uh, show notes. So check it out. But he seems... But he did it a while ago, eh? I think it said. Yeah, and they just left it there. Yeah. And it just got found. And then it's incorporated into this board game. I know. So... I I, I just thought it was hilarious. (laughs) It's great. It's great. Uh, On on Kickstarter, actually. Yep. uh, I came across this thing. Never heard of it before. But they're bringing out Mycroft Mark II. Right, Mycroft. Yeah, and uh, I don't M- know MY. Yeah, MY, and I didn't know what Mycroft Mark One was, um, but it's it's pretty good. And I think it's Sherlock's Holmes brother. It is. You are correct. I think if I had a little bit of cash, I possibly might get one of these. It's a voice assistant thing, pretty much the same as Amazon Echo and Google Home. All right, but it's completely open sourced. Okay. While maintaining privacy and data independence. So they only wanted $50,000. They've already got 160000 with 23 days to go. So oh, for the, the Mark II. For the Mark II. So, the, so did they crowdfund the Mark I as well? Uh, it sounds like the Mark I was more about the software and having people being able to use the like APIs and stuff to build onto it. So Mark 1 was pretty much the platform, right? Yeah, it was the platform. And now they've got this um, actually good-looking unit thing. Okay. But, um, um, so the Mark 1 was pretty much a crowdsourced. Everybody was just doing it in the thing. And this is a fundraiser because it's a physical unit? 
Yes, that's how I understand it, basically. Okay. Right. 129 US bucks. That sounds Which pretty isn't too reasonable. Bad. Um, and it, they, what they've done is... But can you download Gary V's... Um, what is it? The Gary V365. Because, you know, you can only do that on Alexa. <laughs> yeah. But it's all good. We're going to be legends. Get everyone's attention. Sorry. I've been listening to way too much of Gary You have been. Sorry, It's, it's got a little screen on it, which makes it a little bit different. So it can show oh, you cool. data from the, the uh, stuff it wants to tell you. So um, is it not networked? Is that why you say it's um, private? Pri- uh, whatever you said. Hang before. on, I'm trying to find it. There's a there's a way. So they've already built 140 skills into it, from shopping lists to playing music to telling jokes, and it can d- discover new skills um, by saying what's new today. It's already got links into YouTube, NPR, Pandora, Roku, Wikipedia, Facebook, all sorts of stuff. Um, it's all community contributed, and somewhere here. Um, it actually, if you buy one, you can access the SD card slot and all the ports and plug into it and just start hacking it yourself. It was pretty cool. That is actually really, really good. See, if I, I don't know who you are, if you're listening to this, you if you have amazing. a grandson about 12 years old or something, that's what you'd buy them, I reckon. So, uh, particularly so, if they're a bit geeky and they want to yeah. do something hackable, because that's where it's going, right? And being able to hack it makes you learn how to use it. I mean, so they're using uh, machine and deep learning to build an assistant that improves over time and learns how better to serve you. The data being used is generated by the Microsoft users who have opted in to share their data to their open data set. But unless you opt in. We delete data as soon as the interaction is completed. They're using machine learning in different ways. Uh, it's got six speakers in it to listen to you say the wake-up word. It's standard as Hey Mycroft, but you can have whatever you want. Uh, popular ones are Java's Hey Pedro and Victoria, apparently. <laughs> Hello, Victoria. Yeah. So it's, it's that's good. my Chris O's voice. It is. It same. is. So, uh, Mike, something you want to check out? Yeah, um, talking about Chris I's voice, I was using that uh, great effect, great effect, the other day when I was getting my eyes tested because uh, she couldn't see my eyes because they were glued to this thing. But I could still talk and make jokes and make her laugh. It was pretty good. She was pretty hot. You old didn't ja- do the... Oh, Jasmine. You didn't, you didn't say... What's her name, Jasmine? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't say something along the lines of, did you know I have a podcast? How'd you know? I just... That's probably your go-to <laughs> thing. My name's Chris, and uh, I'm at the start of the Chris and Sam podcast. It's about stuff. It's called the Me and Sam podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway. Hey, this, uh, this week, um, I think, I, I don't know, but sometimes I think it pays to have a very unique, weird business card. Uh, so for the second time, I think, definitely the second time, maybe the third. Because uh, the sausages were one, right? Yeah, the meat. Yeah. All that. It was great feed, eh? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, we went up. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. But yeah, I didn't have any of the meat. No, I know, but we, yeah, we, yeah, anyway, anyway uh, put my uh, Giant Pumpkins NZ uh, business card in a drawer, and I have now won a game for four people at the, uh, whatever it's called, mini uh, putt in, Treasure Island Mini Putt in Auckland, near the airport there. What? So pretty good. Good stuff. When are we going to play? Don't know. We have to, <laughs> well, I'm waiting for the thing to turn up, though. They've sent it to me in the mail. Old school. Can't just print out an email. Cool. Hey, did you know Elon Musk made a flamethrower? 
It's called the boring. <laughs> oh no, I thought it was called a rocket. It just happened to throw flames. No, 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 it, <laughs> no, no. The boring company. Oh right, right, Elon right. Musk boring company. He's now he's built a flamethrower, and he's uh, touting it as the world's safest flamethrower. And you can buy one, Chris. I think they're about five. What, what, why do you want a flamethrower? And I thought the whole point of flamethrowers is that they weren't safe. No, well, this one, th- that's what it looks like. It, it, that's it there. It looks pretty cool. It though. looks cool, but, like, it's there to burn people. What's... No, it's... it. To be honest, it looks like... Um, it looks like a uh, oversized blowtorch, really. Um, I've got a clip of him somewhere chasing someone with it. What? Here he is. He's like running. Is it, is it moving? No. So that's it there. It's Elon. Oh, I see. Yeah. The hell? So, okay. Sorry. What what, do you, what would you use that for? I don't know. Oh, actually, no. Oh, hang on. There is a story behind that too. Hang on. I'll get to <laughs> well, that. Because I, no, well, no, I that. hope so. So, no, no. So, um, <laughs> ju- so just before we did the podcast, no yeah. word of a lie, open up Twitter. First thing I see, Elon Musk. Every flamethrower gets a free fire extinguisher thrown in. Okay, so he tweeted, when the zombie apocalypse happens, you'll be glad you brought a flamethrower. <laughs> Works against hordes of the undead or your money back. Obviously, a flamethrower is a super terrible idea. Definitely don't buy one. Next tweet, unless you like fun. Then he tweets, the rumor that I'm secretly creating a zombie apocalypse to generate demand for flamethrowers is completely false. Next tweet, you'd need millions of zombies for a so-called apocalypse anyway. Where would I even get a factory big enough to make so many? Oh my god, that's awesome! So I think if <laughs> so, I think if anyone's prepping for a zombie apocalypse just for the hell of it, because they got nothing better to do, why do you think Elon. he's leaving the planet? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's it. So yeah, um, I gotta leave you guys to it. I'm off to Mars. I'm looking forward to someone uh, blowing up a house or a church or something because their flamethrower got oh carried away. God, because it's America. It's got a pretty major flame on it too. That thing. We will link that video, I think, in the yeah, show notes or embed it. it or whatever. The Onion also posted a tweet and they said uh, Tesla debuts carless driver and it's a man sitting in like an invisible car, like he's just sitting and floating. And then Elon replied, so hard to keep future product releases secret. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he, it's good that he's got a sense of humor, right? Well, it makes a change, really. For Well, yeah, yeah. Like Donald Trump's sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Anyway, um, Brickman is coming to Hamilton from Tapapa. Did you see that? No. I read it earlier on in the week. Did not register what any of that was. Registered 10 minutes ago. And now I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I knew you'd appreciate it. And, but you did you see it down in Tapapa? No, because it's only the latest one that's there now. Yeah. Is only there until February the 11th. And uh, my Christmas present to me from my cousin is that she'll pay for my and my daughter's accommodation if I go to uh, Wellington. So I was trying to work out if I could get there in the next week or two. But then I was like, nah, I've got to save money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, I knew you, because you, you told me a little bit about Brickman like six months ago or a year ago. I'm sure we talked about it on the podcast. Because he went and, to Auckland. Yeah. Oh, that would be what it was. Yeah, I think we, we, we have mentioned it, and there'll be a link to that previous discussion in the episode show notes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so uh, anyway, I thought, oh, I should tell Sam. Do you know when that's happening, it's, roughly? 
uh, to the mid to late March. It's in the it's in the story that should be. Linked. Oh, okay. So he's basically packing it up and. T- yeah, no, he's moving from there. He's going to two different cities, and I forget which two. Well, Hamilton's one of them. I forget what the other one is. Oh, right. It might be Rotorua, or Tauranga, or it could be anywhere. I don't know. I um, guess that's Claudelands. Be the only place that could hold it. Uh I forget. No, no, that's cool. Um, oh, okay. I didn't link the story. No, I just saw that. But um, <laughs> you don't need to link stories, Chris. We'll just make stuff up. Yeah, but, no, uh, but we um, will definitely... you'll be able to look at that. <laughs> I mean, you'll be able to. Um, I'm sure I can work that out. Google that crap with my internet magic. <laughs> yeah, those skills you have. So I, um, I've, I've discovered a few amazing things. Oh, right, hang on, hang on. I was going to brace myself. I'm bracing. Go. Let us. You can get bags yeah. and bags of green lettuce. It's like salad in a bag. Well, that's what it is, actually. It's called salad in a bag. But it's amazing. Like, you can put it in your... I also discovered wraps, so I've been wrapping so the lettuce wrap, and the, stuff. The wrap thing, I can sort of understand a little bit. Like, like I'm sure my dad probably doesn't really know. He might have a vague idea of what a wrap is. But I doubt he'd know where to buy them from or, or anything like that. I can understand that. Yeah, I've never But I'm really... sure he has a grasp of lettuce in a bag. But the, when you come home the other day, Chris comes home and he's like, oh my God, what did you actually go up there for? Like a normal I lettuce? Know, I know, I got lettuce in a bag because I'd bought it previously. Oh, okay. But, but you uh, were like, oh my God, lettuce in a bag is like the best thing ever. Yeah. So that, that's pretty much it. Flat Don't worry, that's home. not thunder. It's it's the garage door opening. Somebody's coming in. Which would be the... Or somebody's sitting in the car waiting for the door to go up. <laughs> and nobody's coming in. They're still sitting in the car, so that's actually pretty good. We've got a bit of ventilation. Um, yeah, it has been so hot, but today it's been raining for the first time in a It's while. great, love it. And uh, so it's a little bit cooler. Tonight will be nice. Might not even have to have the fan on tonight. That'll be amazing. Maybe. Uh, they called it Fanageddon or something, didn't they? People trying to buy fans at ridiculously marked up prices. Oh, really? Because, yeah, because you were asked so- to one and I said um, 70, 60 bucks? 70 yeah, bucks. 60, 70, yeah. No, that was, everyone Everyone sold out. No one can keep track of it. People were selling them for like over $100 on Trade Me. So, good times all around. Yeah, Um we, we're just going to leave that uh, garage door thing going <laughs> through this. We're not going to edit that out. Oh, no, I don't have time to do that, Chris. I'm a busy man. Uh, busy, um, busy man. Um, so I've been spending – I'm a busy man, but I've been spending way too much time on Rocket League uh, recently. Really? I haven't actually even been playing. That's the weirdest thing. You've been watching I've been the... watch, I watched Leipzig um, Dreamhack. And what the heck? Start again? <laughs> So is Dream, that a person? Dreamhack is a an organisation. They well, I don't know what you call it. Like like Armageddon, basically. But they're in um, five. They've got five uh, land based um, events oh, around yeah. the world. And what was the this, first year? And it's in Leipzig, Germany. Ah, oh. so yeah. So it's the first one of the year. So it's the first rocket um, league, league tournament. tournament. Yeah. So I watched uh, three days worth. Three days worth, pretty much. I I. I Skip through the ads because I watch it on YouTube because it's not I didn't do it live most of it, um, and then um, and then I discovered YouTube uh, tutorials for because um, one of the commentators goes oh yeah I have a t- tabletop um, what do you call it tabletop tactics and he's actually got 
some Hot Wheels cars, straws as the things, oh, some right. tokens as the, the um, dots or where the, where the power, power, up, things power up things are, yeah. and just shows how the positioning is. It was really good, actually. His name's Gregan. And so that was really good. And I went, oh, I went, uh, and then actually I didn't look for anything else. Uh, YouTube just started feeding me all these other ones, and they're amazing. YouTube will do that. Yeah. Uh, you, are, you go down a rabbit hole. Um, yeah, but at least I can trust it more than Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. So, uh, is all this intensive consumption of content leading anywhere? I think that's the hardest thing for me to get my head around. Oh, I'm so tempted to start a league team. I'm so tempted. I think you should because then everything's justified. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just so many hours. Well, actually, it's it's really ju- that's what I want to do is is I need to find a three, two to three players that want to practice one at least once a week mm, and, that's the and trick. take it seriously. Yeah. So not like a, a seven-year-old or a nine-year-old or whatever, but, you know, somebody... Would your nephew be going in on it? Um, that's a good question, actually. I'm just I trying know. to think. Um, I think Jeff would be, except he's not got a computer. He's playing on PS4. Yes, we and, covered that last yeah, episode. But I did end up playing with him this weekend. We ended up in the same lobby, oh, cool. and we ended up playing for a bit, and I was playing really crap, and he's actually really good for for somebody who's just started playing. So the next or the, thing or is... Or I've been a really slow start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the next thing is like jumping on like Discord servers and yeah, talking yeah. to randos. So I've got... I've, I have done that a little bit in the past. I got Discord on and I started... Because I told you about the Las Vegas guy, eh? Yes. Yes. Um, and then we were talking, chatting away about the third or fourth time we're playing. I was like, so what did you used to, you, you've only been playing this for the last two months. Why is that? Oh, because I just got out of prison two months ago. That's right. <laughs> and I just told him, oh, I'm off to Vegas soon. Maybe I can catch up. We, oh, no, no, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> anyway, it's, uh, it's a big, big wide world out there. Friend of the show, Harley Neville. Has just come up with a new thing. I'm trying to find it. I don't know where he put it. Maybe you can find it. He's um he's letting people bid on trade me to have anything shaved into him. Is basically the gist of it. So and, a logo in his body here. Yeah, something like that because of his uh, found fame with um Ellen being on the Ellen Show and all the stories. Um. I'm trying to. I don't know what you. What would it be under on Trade Me? Hairy advertising? Oh, I have no idea. When you find it, put it on the show notes. I will do that. Uh, I just wanted to see what it was at at the moment. When you do it, I actually, take a screenshot of it and put that in the show notes as well as the link because the link won't work after the. Thing yes, you are correct. Expires. Yeah. Actually, I'm just. No. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> if you look Harley Neville up on uh, Trade Me, you get I Survived Zombie Holocaust. Um, which you can buy for six dollars. It's a great movie. Six dollars. It's a great go movie. buy. It. Anyway, your logo here, as seen on Alan DeGeneres, um, free shipping. Is uh, it a photo of his chest or something? There's a couple of photos. Oh, yeah. There's all his photos. There's the one yeah. on Alan. And anyway, uh, it starts a hundred bucks, and fifty um, percent of the money is going to go to the Orangutan Project, a charity helping save orangutans in the forest they live in. And the other 50% goes to him to um, 
make more content. Right. So that's the plan. Um, Is there any bids on it yet? No. It's open to New Zealand Australian for international business inquiries. Email him. Doesn't have to be a logo. Uh, if you want to shave a hairy phallus on my chest, it's your money. Um, no hate symbols. Um, oh, there's a question. Can you get? Can you engage some? Get engaged by a hairy chested? You know, will you, you marry me? Yeah, well, shave be, that in. That'd well, be, I mean, that is super unique, but uh, I don't know how well that would go down. Well, it depends. And what type of people would be oh, <laughs> bears? Yeah, maybe. Anyway, <laughs> so we'll link to that in the show notes. You can check that out. And with that, well, I will oh. just say just before we wrap up, and it will be, I will be quick. So we just had our uh, TEDx uh, meeting the other day. So we're still. If you want uh, to be a nominations, speaker, yeah, nominations for speakers say. are still open. So if you're interested in speaking, or you know somebody's got a really good story to tell, or uh, that sort of thing, um, go to TEDxRuakura.com, which we'll put that link also. In the show notes, it's going to be a lot of links in the show notes. I know, looking forward to it. <laughs> TEDxRuakura.com, and uh, there's a button that says, want to be a speaker or something like that, speaking. Yes, so go check that out. Make sure to check out the com, the Chris and Sam podcast on Facebook, Chris and Sam pod on Twitter, if I remember to update that. <laughs> it's, all, it's just a bit too crowded at the moment with the... So he had all this time off, and now that he's doing the gym and work, it's just a lot for him. Hang on. Let, let's not get started on this conversation. <laughs> That's right, because I've quit the gym. So, No, I haven't quit the gym, but I just haven't been for Chris comes home and watches Rocket League. I've got sore knees. Yeah. I'm um, sure it's because I haven't been doing enough exercise. I'm organizing my, uh, my other podcast, which is going quite well. And, uh, you know, everything else. Don't give me podcast envy. <laughs> anyway, check us out next week. Make sure to come say hi and make sure to tell a friend. And don't forget to check out Sam's new podcast, the Chris and Pumpkin podcast. <laughs> oh, listen to it. <laughs> I'm going to hack your website and do that. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend. <laughs> <laughs>